What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You guys, I can't. I can't even explain to you. What, okay, sorry. Hello. Welcome to probably a podcast, or as I like to call it, big, fat, stupid, fucking idiot land, Shannon Ford. Okay? I'm like so flushed right now. Okay. I'm on my own. I start this podcast. I figure it all out. Producer Courtney like walks me through it. I'm like, got it, got it, I got it, I got it. We're, we're riding solo today. So the first 10 minutes of the podcast, I didn't have the fucking mic on, which I know you'll be like, how did you not have the mic on? I, you have to press, this is a little device I use. You have to press it twice. You press record and then you press record again after you check your levels. I didn't press record again. I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry. The first 10 minutes of this podcast might sound a little choppy because I didn't have the mic on. So it's just pulling from my computer microphone. Should sound okay, but like I promise after the 10 minutes goes by, it'll sound crystal clear and way better per usual. It's so ironic because you'll hear it in the, in the beginning of the podcast. You'll hear me go like, like every day I'm reminded how much I need producer Courtney. So yeah, I need producer Courtney. Okay. So listen to the first 10 minutes, but then even more happened after that. And I'm just so stupid. I, I actually have a red mark on my head because I physically in front of Courtney on, on FaceTime, I just smacked my head and was like, how could I be so dumb? So anyways, enjoy the first 10 minutes. It's a little different sounding but I promise it will get better bye we're on we're on webcam the way that everything in life reminds me how much I need producer Courtney also she would tell me she would tell me right now you have a rat tail she would have told me that before I started recording (laughs) um I'm really proud of my hair we're just diving right into the most random things welcome back to probably a podcast um I am recording this solo and there was a bit of issue with my schedule and my jet lag and basically I was like producer recording I'm gonna have to fly solo on this I'm just gonna have to use this fabulous recording device and this fabulous webcam which actually it's, like I said it's pretty cool I forget that like most people do a lot of podcasts like this not to give not fat has like the most iconic crazy insane cool guests on and they're on a webcam like this so I need to like just do this more often okay um I put on lipstick and mascara oh what are those girls oh here she goes pick me pick me <clears throat> I'm a little I'm coming off of a sickness I'll explain all of that in a second but um, as if you give a fuck, but, um, maybe you guys do really care about my well-being, though. Maybe you really do, but I feel like I just keep being like sick and losing my voice. But, um, back to picking me, I put on mascara and lipstick and the rest of my face is as ginger and rosacea ridden as possible, but we are just living, laughing, loving. Okay. Let's dive in. What's 411? What's the goss? I just got back to America. Oh my God, I just thought of another thing. I gotta take notes. I just thought of another thing to tell you guys. Okay, hold on. I gotta write this down. ATL time mix up. Okay, put it down. Okay, so basically, what's the 411? What's the goss? That's what they say in London. They say, what's the goss? Which I'm like, there's so, there so many things that they say that I hate, like no shade, but like, like let's be honest. They call eggplant aubergine. That's fucking weird and I don't like it and, I, and I'm not accepting it or adapting it. They call um, uh, they call arugula rocket. Ooh, actually, I like that one. You guys know all these things, right? But <clears throat> some of the phrases they say, I'm just like really obsessed with. Like, what's the goss? Is something that, like you would say to one of your girlfriends. You would sit down and you would have like a little cup of tea, or maybe you'd have a little martini, and you'd be like, "All right, what's the goss?" And they would like tell you the gossip, the tea, the four one one. I love that. I'm fighting jet lag. I used to think it like wasn't a real thing and I always jo- <laughs> I always say this joke which I is a joke but I'm always like you only get jet lag if you're poor but like <laughs> here's the thing you fucking get jet lag if you go to another country for a long time and you come back you're going to be jet lagged and I used to think though 
and the jury's still out because I kind of do think that I'm more jet lag. I'm more affected by time by going to like California. Like when I go to California, there is something about that that's just like so subtle. Those like two hours, three hours or whatever that really just mess with me versus like when you're thrown into the deep end with like London or Europe and coming back to America, you're almost like, okay, I just got to like fight this and go to either take a nap or sleep. But when you're in like LA, you sound like a loser. If you're like, I'm jet lagged. You're like, bitch, you just came from Nashville. But like, I swear I get affected more by that. So anyways, all that being said, I tried my damnedest, but I went to bed last night at 9.25 p.m. I didn't even brush my teeth for bed. At one point, James said, are you going to brush your teeth? And I looked up and said, no. And it was all the strength I had to say no. Um, so went to bed, woke up at what time? What time did I wake up? 4.30. That is stupid. That is moronic. Why do I do these things to myself? But it was a good ass night's sleep. And then I just, you know, wrote some notes, got some things done, which translates to I sat on my phone and looked at TikTok. Okay, so um, let's catch up. Let's catch up with me. This is going to be a solo podcast where, uh, yeah, I kind of just, you guys know I, I fight the, the like, um, thought process and I'm like, does anyone like my solo podcast? And then you guys are like, we love them. But I feel like you guys love them whenever I like dive deep on a topic or like talk about like something self-care related or like confidence or like whatever. When it's just like me being like, all right, so let me tell you every single solitary minute of my life. Are y'all like, okay, here we go. Anyways, this is what's on the docket today. Okay. So let's bring it back. Let's go back in time a little bit. So we we are here in Nashville. We're having a great time, but it is time for the trip to Ibiza. And I think I said this on James and I's podcast, um, but this man has had this trip to Ibiza planned. He is a planner. One thing about him, one thing about everyone in Europe, they are fucking planners. Like he has trips planned with his friends, like uh, like literally eight months from now, I swear. Like he's just, they are on it. They buy the hotels, they buy the tickets, they, they do it. So anyways, I think I've said this before, so sorry to repeat myself, but when we first met, we basically like, we're dating for, I want to say three and a half months. And he was like, I'm going to go and add you to the group chat about Ibiza. And I was like, for your birthday, for Ibiza? Like, I know you love it and you're going there for your 30th, but like, what? Anyways, obviously, uh, as fate would have it, we are still very much in love and together. So I didn't ever get plucked out of the group chat, but that's how long he's been having this planned. Now, here's the thing. I've said it to him before, so it's not talking behind his back. I wasn't sure I wasn't sure what vibe this was going to be because I just simply had a terrible, I don't want to say I had a terrible time because I had so much fun because Marissa was there, but y'all know my story. I took a pill and a pizza. Like, you know what happened? You know that I just didn't really get it right. Not only did I just take like absolutely too much Molly to function, like not only did I do that so incorrectly and it really just put a little damper on the old uh, Ibiza parade, but I don't think we really planned it in the sense that we got so lucky that we ran into those fabulous people um, from Washington, D.C. Shout out. They'll be at the live show. But not only did we get lucky that we ran into them, but they had already had like a beach club like moment, like a table in um, at Blue Marlin, like Beds Blue Marlin. Like they had that kind of stuff. But for the most part, me and Marissa didn't really plan a visa. We were just like, let's fly by the seat of our pants. And it's one of those places where you should kind of like look into like reservations, food. I am now... I'm here to say I had an okay time in Ibiza. The only reason it was made so good is because I was with Marissa and we met those friends. But other than that, we kind of did it wrong. We went to dinner too early or we went to dinner too late. One time we went to a club and we're like, no one's here. So we left and went home and like washed our faces and went to bed. And then like we were on Snapchat or something we were looking and we were like, wait, why is the club popping? It's because the clubs don't pop off to like two. All that being said, I was excited to experience Ibiza through James' eyes because he literally has the biggest heart eyes in the world for Ibiza. He's obsessed with it. And I was excited to just kind of like see a different side of it. Basically, I'm here to tell you guys that I had, like I literally had the time of my life. I am so obsessed with Ibiza. I could write a documentary. I could write a dissertation on why everyone should go to Ibiza and just like literally have the time of your life. I don't like house music. I don't like house music. I'm here to tell you I'm now back from Ibiza. And guess what I don't like? House music. I still don't like it. I am still not a fan, but I don't know how to explain to you. Actually, I can't explain to you why everything with house music and Ibiza, it just hits different. It hits different. Okay, so let's break it down. So we're in London. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really, really go back around to this. I just wanted you to know that how excited James was for me to experience Ibiza and that he was so fucking right. I literally loved it. So we go to London. Let's bring it back in time to we're in this apartment. We're packed. We're ready. As you know, I mean, the fits were fitting, right? Like I had those planned, packed, and detailed to a T. So anyways, we're packed and ready to go. That wasn't the issue. Um, I closed on my house 
that day. So we had our final walkthrough that we well, I had to do it. I don't know why. I I mean, like, my dumbass just thought that, like, a final walkthrough truly just meant you just walk through the house. Remember, we already did the blue tape walkthrough, which is the part where you, like, stick stuff. So I'm, like, thinking that we're just going to go to this walkthrough, and I'm just going to look at everything they fixed from the blue tape, and I'm going to be like, perfect, looks good. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing. So I crammed all of this in one day. I'm like, so I'm going to do my final walkthrough of the house. I'm going to close on the house, and then I'm going to drive. I thought... We should drive. It'll save us so much time and energy and effort and money. We should drive to Atlanta because as you guys know, we like to fly Virgin because they you can get first class seats for like so much cheaper than the British Airways flight that they have like a shitty old plane anyways. And yes, it is nice to have a direct flight from London to Nashville, but like the perks of having like a lay down bed for the not the price of selling your soul is also really nice. So we fly Virgin Atlantic, but that means we have to go to Atlanta first. So we buy a separate ticket to Atlanta. Anyways, if you're ever like, why is she always flying Virgin to Atlanta? That's why. So um, I thought, we've done it once before. I thought I'll just drive to Atlanta and then instead of getting a connecting flight, and it'll be great. And then we can just like do all this in one day. Yeah, no. I have been on the go, 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 baby. And simply just have not had time to cook, all right? I am also just gonna be that girl who doesn't have time, but insists that she eats amazingly delicious food that tastes homemade. So I've been using Factor to get fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals delivered right to my door. I mean, legit in less than two minutes, they're heated up and ready to devour. And devour them we do. Here's the thing too, honestly, no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has the meals to help you live it to your fullest. They got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie and for bulking season baby factor also has a protein plus meals on the menu each week and you already know those are james favorites obviously he is obsessed with protein these meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians and each meal has all of the ingredients that you need to feel satisfied all day long because you're eating good clean healthy food not all that crap not only is Factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, it's restaurant quality. One of my favorite things about Factor's chef-prepared meals is that they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like there's a little photo and bio about them on the packaging. It's just so cool to me because it feels like the chef just came to my house to whip it up for me specifically. And I really, like, I wish they did. They all seem so nice. They've also got great add-ons for snacks like quick bites, smoothies, juices, and a ton more. You can add protein to a vegan or veggie dish if you want to switch it up. The options are endless. Factor's just making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less. Also, they have some seriously good breakfast options if you're rushing in the morning and you need good food fast. And you already know that I hooked it up with a discount for y'all. Head to factormeals.com slash probably 50 and use code probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code probably 50 at factormeals.com slash probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. So we're going to Atlanta and I decide, you know, I'm just going to drive. Let's go to ATL. Why do I keep calling it ATL? It's Atlanta. So I go <clears throat> to Atlanta. And we're like, we're going to drive. We've done this before. It's fine. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a three and a half hour, four hour, like trip, whatever. Here's the thing. I use, me and James have this debate. I use Apple maps. He uses Waze. I will use Waze if sometimes like randomly something will like come up. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like if I see a wreck, I'll be like, Ooh, I should open Waze because Waze will tell me a way around it. Apple maps doesn't really do that. So anyways, I, I open Apple maps and here's the here's the thing apple maps tells you the time difference this is why i love apple apple does there's a time there's a one hour time difference from atlanta to nashville i know this i be knowing this i know this because my family lives on the east coast like in eastern time like i know this because we go to atlanta all the time and it's so funny because you take off the plane you take off at 5 p.m you land at 5 p.m because you get the hour back it, it's just like we know all of these things so i i just here's what happened we're packed we're ready to go i do this closing i think to myself i can totally like do this all this closing in one fatal swoop that was wrong i i am having james check because one thing i love about ways it can check like traffic and i'm like it's either going to take three hours and 30 minutes or four hours and we need to know because we need to have enough time because it's an international flight once we get to atlanta whatever whatever so he's checking ways does not show you the time so i know i should have figured this out i'm not blaming james at all i'm not even blaming ways i know that this was a me thing and i should have figured out and remembered that there's an hour difference to atlanta but james kept being like it's gonna get us here at this time he kept showing it to me and because it didn't change the time physically on the ways i kept being like okay and then right before when we had our bags we were walking downstairs in the apartment down to the parking garage we're loading our bags up 
I say to myself, I'm going to double check the traffic on Apple, make sure it's not any different. And he's like, okay, Waze is always right, but okay. I'm like, all right. I open Apple and that's when it says like, you will arrive at this time. And I'm like, how could that be? There must be so much traffic. How could, is there a wreck? And then it hit me. There's an hour time difference. We lose an hour when we go to Atlanta, you dumb, dumb bitch. And so it was at that point, the most stressful, I can't even put into words how stressful it was. First of all, James and I were going to split the drive. Not that that really matters. It was only four hours, but we realized that we have, it was, it's almost worse. And we were telling his parents this when we were explaining what happened. It's almost worse that we had a chance to make it. I almost in a weird way wish, <clears throat> not really because we would have lost so much money, but I almost in a weird way wish that we would have been no way, no shot in hell we were going to make it because then we would just, we would have just stayed in Nashville walked back upstairs in the pit full of shame and we would have rebooked our flight for the next day, paid the change fees and said, fuck it, hoping they would let us change it. But because we had this like sliver timeline, because we had that sliver of hope and the sliver of possibility to get to Atlanta on time to make our flight, we are Googling like how to, um, how, how many hours, how many minutes do you have? Because the main issue was we actually kind of knew we most likely will be able to run to the gate what might be an issue is one security and two um getting our bags now as i said the fits were fitting i wasn't gonna show up to ibiza and any of these places without my clothes duh like we needed our luggage for the next month that we'd be in europe so we have to google like how much time you have to check your bag we just have to get our bags checked and so we do this and we're like we might have enough time but we're driving so then i'm like oh my god we have to figure out a way because we don't have time to park and get a shuttle is there a valet service like they have in Nashville? But Atlanta is a massive airport. So do they do this? We, J James Googles and finds it. My friend Drew, I call my friend Drew because we drove a, a rental car. I call my friend Drew who lives in Atlanta. One of my best friends, got to have her on the podcast. Um, and I'm like, hey, if we valet our car, can you pick it up and then take it to the rental place? And she's like, yes. I'm like, that's figured out. We're problem solving. We have four hours. Also, James, like I said, he didn't he didn't end up splitting the drive with me. So I'm like driving like a mad woman. Like I'm just gonna be completely honest. I was absolutely not safe on the roads. Like I was being crazy. And so driving like a mad woman, we're Googling, okay, yes, we can valet the car. So as soon as we pull up, we're gonna drop the car off. They're gonna pick it up, take it to valet. My friend is going to uh then pick the car from valet and she's gonna drop it off. So we had all that figured out. Now we just have to get there. So we get there. There the traffic was it, typical Atlanta, right? Like it was like traffic, but there the line to get to the departures was what was long. So we realized in this moment, we do not have any time. We put our flashes on and we park in the bus parking. Not cool, not a thing you should really do, but it is what it is. We called the valet guy being like, I'm sorry, the flashes are on. It's in the bus parking. Please come get it before a bus rams my rental. Gotta go. We get to the line Here's where I just wanted to literally die inside. Okay, it actually wasn't that embarrassing. I thought it was gonna be a lot worse. It was still a little bit mortifying though, but we get to the airport and we realize we gotta do it. We have to be those people. We walk right up to the security line. We say, excuse me, can we please cut in front of you? Our flight takes off in 30 minutes. What does someone say? Yeah, so does ours. I'm like, it can't possibly. Are you going to London on the 545 flight? Because it can't possibly, unless you're on that flight, there are no, you're lying. Like, let us in front of you. I don't say any of this. I just go, really? Is yours really taking off in 30 minutes? Ours actually takes off in 30 minutes. And she goes, I mean, go ahead. It's fine. She was really the only person that gave us flack. And I'm going to give her credit. She actually was nice at the end. She, she was like, do you need help with your bags? Like, I'm so sorry. Y'all are in a rush. We've had such a bad travel day. Like our flight's been canceled two times. This new one they're trying to get us on takes off in about an hour. So she, so she did lie about the 30 minutes. But anyway, she ended up being nice. The lady takes her sweet time. But I will say she was so like, chill that it kind of made me feel better she wasn't like your bags aren't gonna make it she was like do to do to do and I was like please ma'am hurry but she did tag our bags and I was like they're gonna make it and she was like yeah your bags will make it by the hair of our chinny chin chin James actually when we ended up getting our bags when we landed in London James had a had a big green tag that said last bag I've never had that before that's so funny to me so we were the last bag on the plane obviously here's the issue now the Atlanta airport international terminal security I say we gotta do it we have got to do it I walk up to every person and I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry. Now keep this in mind. There are so many lines we have to skip. There's a security line. There's a passport line. There's, there's like all these lines. I'm like, excuse me. I'm sorry. Can we please? And it, they're, they're looped around. Like if we would have waited in the line, we would have never, ever, ever made our flights. Our bags would have, but we wouldn't have at this point. So I'm like, excuse me. I'm sorry. We're going to miss our flight. Can we please cut in front of you? People are like, sure. 
but you can't like you can't get a megaphone and make an announcement at the top like excuse me we're gonna miss our flight can we please so you have to go up to if you're polite like i am like you have to go up to every like new line group and be like i'm so sorry can i skip the line and they say yes and you go up to the next line i'm so sorry can i skip the line and you kind of say like our flight takes off in 30 minutes i'm so sorry i'm so sorry everyone was literally so fucking nice like they were either so fucking nice or so indifferent like in a good way like they were either like oh my god yes please or they were like yeah sure go like like i realized in that moment every time someone's ever asked me that now let me tell you what i think when people ask me that when they're like my flight takes off in 15 minutes can i please get in front of you i'm like yeah but you're fucking dumb like how'd that happen and guess what we were dumb we were fucking dumb so yeah, I, I I get it now. Like I get my karma back though for all the times that I'm like, absolutely, please cut in front of me. We do that. We get up to security. We're like, can we please cut? The guy's like, you got to ask them. So then we do the whole thing and like, can we please cut? Can we please cut? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get to our gate. <clears throat> all is well. We get on our flight. My mom is shook. My mom's like, how did you manage that? I'm like, well, first of all, I absolutely should be in jail for how fast I drove and the danger in which I put everyone around me and by driving that fast. Second of all, we cut every line third of all everything i just explained to you guys we made it but i mean we were we were shocked but we we did it we made it got it whatever then oh i did i did develop a <laughs> so ginger of me i developed a literal rash like i think i posted on instagram but it was like all the way down my cheek and neck like a full-on like uh rash from i think just being so stressed out and it went away in like two days and it was fine you know me? I am the consumer. So Element is the queen of electrolyte replenishment. It's spelled like L-M-N-T and you've probably seen it before. I got turned on to them by none other than Taylor during her little crunchy journey because she was also obsessed with them during her pregnancy. But then James came and be like, have you heard of Element? It's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, obsessed with them and the biggest fans so they're just all over the house now right but the biggest thing that sets them apart from the other electrolyte drink mixes there is absolutely zero sugar zero just salt to replace all that lost sodium there's no artificial ingredients no coloring no fillers no gluten honestly just no bs the reason it's so important to have electrolytes in our system is because they facilitate so many different functions in our body the conductive of nerve impulses hormonal regulation nutrient absorption and fluid balance listen to me i sound like a scientist but i am no scientist and all of those things sound way above my pay grade. But let me tell you, I know that they are important, okay? I personally love chugging some Element Mix in my drink and before I drink wine, before I go out. You guys know I'm always on vacation. So we got to keep the uh, the old body hydrated. It's always helped me not have a headache the next day too. Also, it helps with sleeplessness. So I love that. James is obsessed. He uses it after his workouts because when you sweat, you're losing so many electrolytes. It's the loss of sodium. So we got to replace that so we don't get cramps and fatigues and all those other annoying things that come along with working out right now element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase that's eight single serving packets for free with any element order that is a great way to try all eight flavors or share element with a salty friend get yours at drinkelement.com probably this deal is only available through my link by the way so you have to go to d-r-i-n-k-l-m-n-t.com probably also element offers no questions asked refunds so try it totally risk-free if you don't like it share it with a salty friend and they'll give you your money back no questions asked You've got literally nothing to lose. Drinkelement.com slash probably. We get to London. We have about three days in London before we go to Ibiza. It was really cool. We go to this pub. Actually, this is funny. We go to this pub. We go to this pub to celebrate James' birthday for anyone of his friends in London that couldn't come to Ibiza. So there were like three main characters of his life that like weren't able to make it. Like one of his friends just had a baby. One of his friends like had a big like thing with work. Like a couple of people that couldn't come. So they wanted to celebrate James. He has like literally the best friends ever. It's amazing. Wanted to celebrate James um, on Saturday at this pub called The Prince in Fulham. It's like such a cute little spot. And we go there. And let me tell you, all the way there. We're walking there. I feel so cute. Uh, a girl is freshly tanned. A lady has a cute outfit on. I mean, I just feel good. I just feel good. And so we're walking to the pub because it's really close to James' house. And <clears throat> when we get there, we see across the street at another pub, one of his friends that's about to be at this pub. So we're like, oh my God. Hey, Claire, what's up? Hi, baby. We say, hey, she walks down. Well, she walks down from the other pub down the steps into like the street where we're at and she bumps into this like random passer goer that's walking this like girl <clears throat> bumps into her she goes oh shoot i'm so sorry excuse me the girl turns around and says watch where you're going which like okay like chill rude james like literally can when he did this i was like oh my god you're like so annoying he looks and he goes cheer up love like oh like you know it's like the guy that would say to you on the street like 
smile more like oh you just hate it but, but anyways james says that which i'm like why'd you say that to that girl but it was rude that the girl was like watch where you're going when james friend literally said like oh so sorry i bumped into you she's like watch where you're going james like cheer up love she turns around <laughs> looks at me i'm not even i'm not the one that bumped into her and she saw the blonde girl that bumped into her that said sorry for bumping into you i'm not james said cheer up love she turns around she looks at me she says with your ugly ass fake spray tan i was like Hey, 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 I'm not even in this. Like, what the fuck? I was like, and James looks at me and I go, hey, <laughs> the girl, his friend Claire is like, what? I'm like, that was so rude. Then I look at James. And I'm like, does my spray tan look bad? Like, first of all, let me tell you something. People in London, I love you. I love you girls. Y'all don't really have spray tan figured out. I'd be seeing some busted spray tans in London. Okay. I've been to horse races now. I've been, to, some of y'all got it down pat. Some of y'all need some help. I would venture to say if we were putting statistics, like if we made a little pie chart, London, America, people that have spray tans figured out, our pie piece is bigger than y'all. So don't be talking no smack about my spray tan. It's my whole identity. I know this shit looks good. So, you know, cheer up, love. Anyways, that was just so funny to me. I was like, who says that? It was so weird. Anyways, we go to the pub. We have a great time. Um, <clears throat> so many Aperol spritz, so many things. And so then it's time to go to Ibiza. Like I said, experiencing a visa through James eyes was just great but it's funny because and now of course of course I like try to get into TikTok you know like where you're like trying to get your for for you page to like recognize something and I kept searching like Ibiza outfits what to do in Ibiza like Ibiza vibes like Ibiza clubs like I'm doing all this stuff trying to find Ibiza let me tell you nothing ever like came up my for you page now that I'm back from Ibiza and I don't know if it's because I posted a lot of videos about my outfits in Ibiza or whatever I am in I'm living I am in Ibiza purgatory like I cannot get out of Ibiza talk I'm like okay enough the, the videos are cute but all that is to be said on TikTok, there's all these um, videos showing you. It's like those videos that are like the, the Ibiza you think you have, the Ibiza that there actually is. Because Ibiza actually does have this like really beautiful, luxe, chill, relaxing side of it. Because overall, it's just a stunning island with like the clearest, bluest water, the most gorgeous like scenery. And then you have the club side, which is like the coolest thing ever. But like there's two sides to it. It's so funny because when I went to Ibiza the first time and I saw like kids at the airport with their parents, I was like, who the fuck brings their kids to Ibiza? And then I'm like, oh, they went to like the six senses. Like James' parents stayed at the six senses in Ibiza. Like it's like fancy and nice. So there was a really cool aspect to our trip because we went for a full week to Ibiza. His family got there as well. We did the first like three days, which this is like, if you have the opportunity to go to Ibiza for a long time, this was the way to do it. We did three days to like relax and chill. We went to the Six Senses with his parents, which was a stunning. And then we like went to dinners. And of course we still had, we still went to banging dinners. Like we still went to like Casamaca and all these like gorgeous places. We still like went to dinner. We just like didn't go to the clubs and didn't go out and didn't do like crazy pool days. And it was so wonderful. One thing I love about James family is first of all, everything like I cannot express to you how blessed I am that my boyfriend and the person that I like foresee myself with like long-term has a family he has because family is so important to me. And I, I just, wow, I love his family. But how cute is this? They take birthdays so seriously. Obviously it's James 30th, yes. But like, this is just the cutest thing because now I've seen, I've been with him long enough. I've been with him over a year. So I've seen his mom's birthday, his dad's birthday, his brother's birthday, his sister's birthday. And the way they like go all out, they are so serious about cards. Like cards, you don't have a card, you're, you're out. You're out of the fam. Like you have to have a long, thoughtful card written out for everyone. It's so sweet. And then when the person opens the card, they then pass the card around the table and everyone at the table reads the card. And they all say like, oh, that was so sweet, Bella. Oh, that was so sweet. Well, like it's so cute. Okay. So his mom packed in her suitcase she packed a literal massive bag full of decorations so that on james actual birthday day which was tuesday even though all of his friends didn't get there till thursday on his actual birthday we could like make him stand outside james and i i will say we splurged for his 30th and got like a stunning suite it was so cool so everyone came over to the suite james sat outside by the pool and we decorated the whole suite for his birthday which is like a really sweet cute moment so anyways I, like his mom packed scissors you know what I mean like his mom packed ribbon and 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 tape so we could like tape everything up I also went like 
cool girlfriend to the max, like thoughtful girlfriend to the max and got all these like personalized things. It's so funny because now I'm planning Taylor's 30th birthday. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say this. And the things that I have gotten for her are so fucking cute, but I had to make sure they were different. Etsy is the place to go. If you're ever trying to find like custom birthday stuff, just start Googling like 30th birthday, whatever. Everyone's like, how'd you find these? How'd you have this idea? I'm like, I didn't have the idea. Etsy had the idea. I just Google like 30th birthday for her, 30th birthday for him, customized, blah, blah. And then it like makes you have better ideas for all this other stuff. Anyways, it was it was so cute. We had little straws with his face on it, whatever. Anyways, all that being said, we decorated for his birthday that morning and it was so sweet. Uh, we did like gifts, whatever. And then it was time for dinner and then Thursday came. So his friends show up. We are prepared. We are rested. We are like ready. I've reapplied tan. I'm like, it's time to fucking party. We have the best first day ever, Thursday. Thursday, we are at the pool. I, I can't even, it's so long, so long. We just had the biggest pool day. We stayed at Destino, again, not sponsored. We paid full price for the suite. We did not get any discounts. James is low-key like the mayor of Destino though, because at one point during COVID, this is so weird. It's so weird to me. He spent a month, and I think we said this on the podcast, he spent a month, a month in Ibiza. He basically just kept extending, kept extending, kept extending his like, like stay in Ibiza, but he was staying at the Destino resort. So he ended up staying at the resort for a month. And so like when we walk around, even like, the cleaners are like, hello, Mr. James. Like, what? It's so weird. They all, they all know him and they're all so sweet. But all this to say, it's not sponsored. Like, he just loves the place. And Destino is that fucking place. Like, it is so fun. The pool is so fun. You have entry to Pacha, which is a club, because you stay there and it's like a partner of it, whatever. It was just, it, it's the best. So we, Thursday, have the time of our life. So we have a pool day. We go out that night. We went to a club. We had the best time ever. Then Friday comes and James takes us to the old town. So that's another part of Ibiza that's like so beautiful. There's like the old town that's like really um, like historical and cool. And like it's cobblestone and it looks like so nice. And he like bought every single person there. It was like 15 of us dinner at this restaurant. It was gorgeous. I'm like, it's your birthday and you're doing this. But he's like, yeah, but everyone came to celebrate me. So like, I want to do this. It was just like really sweet. And then his dad stood up and gave a speech like he had a he had notes. It was so sweet. It was so cute. He had notes. And then his best friend, Louis, stood up and like said some words and I didn't prepare anything. So I was like, oh, I really hope they don't expect me to stand up. And then I didn't stand up. So sorry, babe. Didn't do that. And um, yeah, after that, we decided it was so late. We just had the best time ever. We didn't go out on Friday. All right, y'all know I bought a house. Y'all know that I'm trying to save money for said house. But there's one thing about that house, okay? And the cold hard facts about it is that I'm just always going to be buying food, things for my new house and straight up everyday items like deodorant or toothpaste or what have you, right? Like we can't not spend money on those things. I got to get them. Also, maybe, maybe just maybe a little treat for myself every once in a while. Okay. Sue me. But the trick that I've been using lately is Ibotta because you get cash back on all these things that you were already going to buy anyways. It's like free money with inflation right now. I feel like we can all agree that something as simple as uploading your receipt when you get back home from shopping is a pretty easy enough task to uh, accomplish. Okay. When doing that means that you get money to spend towards something Fun. The average Ibotta user gets up to $120 a year and just straight up cash back from shopping. That's a flight somewhere or a fancy steak dinner that you won't feel guilty about. And it's just so easy. And the thing about Ibotta is they give you real cash back. Not all these point situations that other apps do. Real money. The green stuff that we know and love. You can put it in your bank account, PayPal, gift cards, whatever, but it's money, not points. Places that I use Ibotta the most are Sephora, Lowe's for my house stuff, Best Buy for my business expenses, and so many more. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just by trying Ibotta by using the code probably when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app and use code probably. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code probably. Then Saturday, let me tell you, did this turn into like an Ibiza recommendation podcast? Maybe. Let me tell you, if you go to Ibiza, you cannot not do a boat day. And this is coming from someone, I, I work with Boat Setter. They're amazing. They give me a code, probably boating, that works for you guys if you want some money off. Boat Setter is just like that fucking girly. Like she is that girl. And it is so great because... I know you guys know I work with them, AKA like I get a massive discount, but this is not why I'm telling you you have to do a boat day. James always has a boat day every time he goes, you 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 boat to this place called Formentera, which I guess is a is it another island, another area? I don't know. But you you take a boat from Ibiza to Formentera. And then you have lunch and it's amazing. I it was the best day bar done. Everyone said it like 
it was the most gorgeous like the blue water you can't even put into words it was just so freaking gorgeous and then like the boat ride itself is amazing and then you get to this gorgeous like it looks like it doesn't look real it doesn't feel real you're eating this fish that was just caught i mean i i just wow europe is just motherfucking crazy because like they have it all it's so pretty i know there are gorgeous 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 parts in america i do not you know i do not deny that but like wow if you guys have the means chance of ability anything like holy crap get out and explore because we there's just so much to see and formentera had that and it was stunning so we did that i do not know i do not know how we all pulled ourselves together because we had no less than 800 like bottles of rose each but we pull ourselves together we all have naps after the boat day and we oh we go to blue marlin we the boat drops us off at a beach club which was so fun um <clears throat> one of james friends is literally a fucking lunatic and i'm obsessed with him his name is harrison and he his shirt was wet from the boat so he bought a shirt that said abiza blue marlin that was i want to say like 120 pounds which is the dumbest thing ever his friends are just like so funny so amazing i need to talk about them for a second because like they i i had met them individually a couple times here and there but this is the first time i really spent a lot of time with them and i know this is gonna sound really mushy and this is gonna sound really lame but i need to say this like I fell more in love with James after this trip. Like I am so much more in love with him after this trip. I, I think he would say the same thing about me. And I just, I'm obsessed with his friends. I'm so thankful that they are hilarious. Like they are 100% funnier than me, which usually does piss me off, but I find myself surrounding myself around people that are funnier than me and they can only make me funnier, right? So that that's a given. But um, yeah, his friend Harrison was just doing some whack shit buying like, employee t-shirts and wearing them at the club and um everyone else we just had the best time so that night somehow we managed to have a full boat day have a beach club like time and then we wrapped all our shit together and got back to the hotel took little cat naps got ready and we went out now let me tell you the part that i don't know why like like i literally talk about this shit all the time but i, I don't know why i'm like oh i feel bad if, if someone listens to this they're like are you talking about drugs again but like let's talk about drugs so I am petrified. I'm petrified to do Molly again. I've always said I'm never going to do it again. I'm never going to do it again. But I decide, went in a visa. And I also knew that we were about to go listen to house music for like five hours. I was like, let me just, maybe I'll dabble. Maybe I'll dabble. I was so afraid, right? I was genuinely so scared. So I put like the tiniest, tiniest amount. And I, like, like, why am I even doing this? I don't know. Maybe I was like, it'll make for good content. If I end up just puking my guts out again, like it, it will be what it will be. And I'll just talk about it on the podcast. It'll be good content. I didn't feel it because I put such a small amount. <laughs> like I didn't even feel it. So like, and I gave myself like two hours. I was like, you will wait, make sure this doesn't hit. So <clears throat> I put a little bit more. I'm just going to like sum it up. It's literally, it's such a boring story now because it's like the, the mushroom story with Anna Grace. Like when you do a, like something like that correctly and it works, you're like, oh, I don't really have much to say at the time of my life. I really, I get it. I get why people might do this in Ibiza when they're in a club for six hours. I would literally never, ever, ever do this literally ever any other time. Like if you told me that you took Molly to like go out one night, like to Tin Roof, I'd be like, you are so fucking crazy. Like why? Ooh, why? Like what's wrong with you? But I get it in the certain settings. I get it. I get the hype. I understand why it's not the worst thing in the world. I just really just makes you like enjoy. I was just swaying. I was just like, wow, this music's good. I couldn't tell you why I like the music. I couldn't tell you what it, it didn't make me like out of my mind. It didn't make me anything. It just made me be like, oh, I'm really enjoying myself. It just made me like floaty and happy. But I think it's because I literally like microdosed myself with it and like was so afraid to take too much that I just did like the smallest amount. So now I've, I've hit every scale of the spectrum. I have taken so much that I puked my guts out and wanted to die. And then I've taken the smallest amount and really just enjoyed house music so yeah uh that was fun it does also it like weirdly makes you really like lovey-dovey mushy like i was saying to like <laughs> james friends so i was like i'm just so thankful you're here they're like yeah and i'm like yeah i'm just like really grateful for you guys you're like sick <laughs> cool um anyways so yeah it was fun so i do that and then i just had to update i couldn't i couldn't not tell you guys i like i, I feel like i got i'm letting this like one review get to me that was like young girls listen to this podcast don't talk about drugs but like also like if you're a young girl listening to this podcast like ask your mom for permission or something i don't know like you really shouldn't be listening to this podcast it's got explicit warnings written all over it so i'm gonna tell you guys when i do drugs and when i do them right because i never do them right so i'm glad i did it right this time okay so had the best time ever 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 in ibiza um 
actually did like because because you like sleep so late in because you go out so late because like we would go out till literally four in the morning you do end up sleeping till like 11 ish and then your your clock's not so messed up like because then you can just stay up late for dinners and all that kind of stuff but anyways we our flight was at six o'clock that day so we check out at 12 we lay by the pool till five one of his friends let us shower in their place and then we go back to london everything was fine the, the flight from abisa to london is like two hours we get back to london boom bosh bam it's time for Wimbledon. I am so lucky. I literally know this human who is just absolutely amazing. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if she wants me to like shout her out or not, but I just like her name is Wendy and she's just like the best human in the world. I would just die if I didn't give her props for helping us find these tickets to Wimbledon. I am so thankful. So got to experience Wimbledon for the first time. But here's the thing, James, something like that you do in London, I guess, like everyone talks about it is they need so many people to work at Wimbledon, but it's almost always young people like in like off years from college or like kids in high school so because they work in the stores they work in the restaurants they like Wimbledon itself is so huge they need so many people to work so James worked Wimbledon like three years of his life and it's like a rite of passage kind of thing he worked at Wimbledon for three or for the two weeks for three years in a row when he was younger like in his early 20s and his sister's Bella his sister's friend was like working at a restaurant Wimbledon when we went to like people it's just like a thing kids do there so all that being said, James has experienced Wimbledon so many times, right? His parents have been a bunch of times. When we got tickets for two days in a row, James was like, I have been on vacation for a week for my birthday. I don't know if I really need to be missing two days of work for Wimbledon, but I want to go with you the first time you experience it so you can see it. But maybe like my mom might want to go with you the second day. I was so happy. I was like, Marcia, the girls are girling. Like, low-key, I wanted to, like, have a little girls socializing moment, too, because James was, like, showing me the grounds and showing me the, the things and, well, let's watch tennis, which, like, of course you want to watch tennis, but it's, like, it's like a horse race or it's like a, it's like a baseball game. Like, I don't go to the Nashville Sounds game and, like, really watch baseball. Like, you go to eat the hot dogs and drink the drinks and chat, chit-chat. So, anyway, or I do anyway. So I was really excited to experience it one with James and then two, like with his mom. And I'm not going to lie. James isn't going to listen to this anyway. So it's fine. I had more fun with his mom because we just like gabbed, you know what I mean? Like we were just like girls being girls and we just had the best time ever. Also, like it was just really fun to like have these moments with his mom and like, you know, get to know her more on a more deeper level, et cetera, et cetera. Mushy, mushy. Like why am I like, so, I'm like so in love. I swear it wasn't the drugs. I'm just like so much more in love with James. So anyways, we go. We have the best time. The place is absolutely huge, huge. It's crazy. Like you walk and walk and walk and walk and you're still not around the, the like grounds. Things that I didn't expect. One, I did not expect for there to be, there's, it, there's two different people. People either go and they wear like this, like a hoodie and like, like sweatpants and not sweatpants, but they would, they would wear like jeans and like a hoodie because they were there to watch the tennis or people were dressed up like to the nines like I was. And it's just so crazy. It's just such a good group of people. And then we saw some incredible tennis. We weren't there for the actual finals, but we watched Carlos who ended up winning Wimbledon five days, four days later. We were able to watch him beat someone in a match because it was the quarterfinals. So we were there for the quarterfinals, which was just massive, huge, so cool. Saw Carlos play in person and wow, just can't even believe I'm like, who is she? She's a tennis girly. Like I like know things about tennis. I actually got lunch with my friend Paige and we went shopping together to shop for Wimbledon and her boyfriend plays tennis Tommy Paul he's great she's great love you Paige Paige Lorenz check out all of her YouTube she's the goat so fashionable so hot it's crazy she actually is that hot in person it's like really jarring we had gone shopping together and she was kind of giving me like the like helping me understand tennis culture a little bit more and it's just so cool I'm never gonna get over this story and I feel like you guys are already over me telling it but I'm just gonna tell it again okay because I was at dinner and this really happened the most stunning girl stopped me I thought she was gonna say something like I love your dress like oh my god Shannon like listen to the pod no you know what she said to me which is still so elite she said to me Shannon your packing tips have saved my life so clearly I know what I'm talking about here when I tell you that I am the queen of packing I should win an award honestly I just get it here's the thing too what does packing start with luggage it starts with luggage and it's simply gotta be good luggage. It's the blueprint to you packing. And listen, I've tried them all. So you guys don't even have to. You're welcome. I'm your big sister here for packing. And bar none, the best on the market is base. The way this luggage will solve all of your problems is insane. Beginning with my personal favorite aspect, the overweight indicator. Okay. 
Because we all know, we've all been there, when you got your luggage spread out for the world to see at the Delta counter while you try to remove a pair of shoes, a curling iron, two pill bottles, and your thongs are flying all over the place because they said your bag was four and a half pounds overweight, okay? And they're always like, you're like, I'll just pay extra. And they're like, no, 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 really, you should take all of your personal belongings out here in front of everyone for the world to see. Well, not anymore because the base luggage has this little red dot on the side that will come up if your luggage is overweight, which is iconic. It's also got this little stress ball squishy cushion on the underside of the handle for comfort while you pull it. It glides like a dream and there's nothing worse than a suitcase that just don't roll right. I have two of their Weekender bags, and I've given one as a gift too, honestly, because they are just so, so amazing. It slides right over your suitcase to sit on, and it's got so many amazing interior pockets. My favorite thing, though, the Genius absolutely so, so, so iconic underneath zipper compartment for shoes to save space. I feel like you're always like, where am I going to put these shoes? And it goes right underneath the package or the suitcase. Like you just unzip this big square part and boom, you put your shoes there. Truly, they thought of everything. And functionality aside, we have all seen the owner of Bay's, Shay Mitchell, and she's about the most fabulous and fashionable gal there is. So if you know and love her, you will know and love these suitcases because they are chef's kiss on the aesthetic side of things. It looks so chic, so trendy, which is always the vibe when we're traveling, okay? I simply will never use anything but base luggage. They came out with so many bright colors just now too, in addition to their classic neutral colorways. I could talk about them for hours, but let's get to the discount, shall we? Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash probably. Go to basetravel.com slash probably for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E travel.com slash probably. Okay, so Wimbledon was fabulous. I get back from Wimbledon on Wednesday. I'm like, and a little tickle in my throat, like a little, little, little something, something. And I'm like, you're fine, chill. And then I'm like, you know when you just know we are all adults here, I, unless you're this little girl listening to me talk about drugs and then maybe like, get out, get out of here, get out of here. Anyways, we're all adults here. We know what the feeling of when you're getting sick, you know our body, we know our bodies well enough now to be like, I'm thinking I'm getting sick. And I was like, shit, there's this little like, like burning in my nose. It was like my sinuses. Like I could tell my sinuses were acting up. I started getting a little pressure in my head. I'm like, shit. And here's the thing, duh. I was so run down from Ibiza. We were stay. I don't stay awake past fucking 10 p.m., okay? We were staying awake so late. We were drinking every single day. I was on a little bit of drugs. Like, I totally get that I, my immune system was like, see you later. Wouldn't want to be a, see ya. Wouldn't want to be a, like, I get it. I really put my body through a lot there. So it's to no surprise, I started getting sick. Well, let me tell you something. Mr. James Middleton, he loves, he loves his pedestal where he's like, which I will give it to him. I will give it to him. I think I've been sick. I have been kind of sick lately. Maybe I'm just traveling too much. It's taking it out of me. But um, I have been like outwardly 100% sick two or three times when he and I have been together, like physically together and we will still sleep in the same bed together. He will still, he won't be like making out with me, but he will still kiss me on the lips. Like we, he has never gotten sick. So he now says like, I'm, I'm a pillar of health, babe. Like I am, I am health and wellness. Like I am not sick because I'm so healthy. And I'm like, damn it. Like you're kind of low key, right? Like you never get sick when I'm sick and we're literally sharing beds and stuff like anyways, and still kissing and whatever. So he's right. So I get sick and I'm not, I'm not doing this in like a, <laughs> I'm not like smiling because I'm very sorry he got sick, but here's the thing. I got sick. I was ill, 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 ill. His parents were so sweet to me. His mom was like making me superfood smoothies. Like it was so sweet. At one point I was like, Marcy, I'm so sorry. Like you don't do this. She was like bringing me their version of NyQuil as night nurse. <laughs> Cute. She was like bringing me night nurse. And I was like, Marcy, I'm so sorry. You don't have to do this. And she was like, I'm a mother. Of course. Like, of course I want to do this. Like it's inside of me. His sister came in at one point and was like, I'm so sorry. You're feeling bad. And I was like, I know I feel so bad. Your mom. She was like, my mom loves it. And I'm like, okay. Anyways, I was just like doted on to the 10th degree. And it was so sweet. James once again, slept in the same bed with me, even though I told him he probably shouldn't. And then <clears throat> I get completely better. It was only like a 48 hour thing. I just still like kind of sound a little sicky, you know, like you're not sick anymore, but the mucus is still whatever you guys know. So <clears throat> I, mine was 48 hours. I feel fine. I feel dandy. I'm like, thank God that it didn't happen. Thank God it happened before we get on a plane for nine hours back to America. Thank goodness. Well, then James gets sick in his worst day. Cause it's only like a 48 hour thing. His worst day was the day that we just traveled. And again, don't come for me like he shouldn't have traveled if he was sick. You guys, we have colds. Like we physically have like sinus colds. 
I know COVID freaks everyone out. First of all, I know everyone loves to pretend that they went and got their doctorate's degree after COVID. You didn't. I know it's not ideal. If it was just like us going to work or something, yeah, I'm sure he would have stayed home. I'm sure if it was like us going to dinner, he would have stayed home. But like, you literally, like, when you pay thousands of dollars for a plane ticket, you can't ring up fucking Virgin Atlantic Airlines and be like, he really didn't feel good. Like, he's got like sniffly. He's like, he's nasally. His throat hurts. Like, he don't feel good. Like, they'd be like, Tally-ho, that's going to be fucking $4,000. Sorry, don't know what to tell you. Like, like everyone needs to chill the fuck out. People get colds and they still have to operate their day-to-day lives. I'm sure a lot of moms are listening to this. When you guys get colds, do you like not take care of your children and not show up to work and not do the things you have to do? No. For centuries and centuries, mama's been getting colds and they've been doing their shit. Okay, people still have to live their lives. Sorry, I don't know why I just got on a soapbox about that, but I just already feel like people are like, well, he was sick, he should not travel. Like, he has a cold. He had a head cold. So did I. Last 48 hours, it's fine. All that being said, let's get back into it because this is where I'm just like laughing because we get up to the counter. Now we're flying Virgin Atlantic a lot of times now. So we are like racking up these points, racking up these points. We get there, we walk up, they're like, um, and we're on the same reservation. So they tell us at the same time, like, oh, oh my gosh, you've been upgraded to me. And I'm like, really they're like yeah because we bought premium economy seats during we always buy first class on the way to london because it's an overnight flight so we want those lay down beds plus it's a lot more affordable whatever but when we come back to america it's a day flight and it's eight hours and premium economy is nice enough it's totally fine so we get upgraded to upper, one of us me i get up i get upgraded to upper class i'm like oh my god really and i and james is like oh that's so great and i I don't know what got into me if I was just feeling the love like I said if I'm just like feeling so deeply madly truly in love with James or if I was just like feeling kind of like maternal and like sweet I don't know but I was like you take the cost ticket and he was like what I'm gonna go ahead and say right now he really did fight me on it he was like what no like of course not like babe like you get it and I was like James you don't feel good like you you take it this is you're at your peak I was when I was at my peak of not feeling good I was stretched out in your king-size bed at your parents house having smoothies delivered to me like you're you're fine like you take the upper class seat. I'll just sit in premium economy. He's like, are you sure? Fought me with it. Fought me with it. I was like, yeah, I'm also going to hold this over your head for literally like months to come. So like, absolutely, please take it. So we did. He slept the whole time. He felt so much better afterwards. I'm so glad he was able to do that. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm like pretty sure my people are in premium economy anyways. Like I had the time of my life. I was gabbing it up. And also there was like a lot of Americans in the area that I was in in premium economy. It was this group of like, four couples older than my parents not that much older than my parents but like a little bit older than my parents right they were they were like like they had grandsons who were like 15 14 so like yeah like a little younger than my grandparents a little older than my parents we were just i helped them with one of their bags one of them didn't know you know classic um boomers they just didn't really know how to operate like the seats and stuff so i was like oh that's how you put your legs down they were like from this one of them was texas one of them was from Atlanta someone's from somewhere else and they were just like had just gone on a trip together one of them was like oh we gotta keep you around you know like classic thing that old people just say to you that are like so sweet and endearing and like we gotta keep you around girl and I'm like oh yeah and like I just had the best time we were just like swapping stories being so sweet at one point James came back and they're like oh that's him and James was like why do eight people know who I am and I'm like oh don't worry I've told him our whole story our whole life story he's like what the fuck anyways we were just having the time of our lives and I thought about it for a second I was like I have never talked to one person in first class in first class not one person speaks to you they put their little headphones on they get their fucking fancy champagne they lean their chair backs and no one speaks to each other like we were like party rocking in premium economy like we were just having the time of our lives i had the most pleasant experience i i would have been so sad if i missed it so anyways um yeah we do that we land we get back james feels literally better the next day like i really felt bad for him that i knew the peak time of his like head cold would be the day we were traveling but we feel better now we're both still like snotty whatever but like other than that we feel fine and we both figured that we were just a bit run down and James now understands by the way I did not sleep in the same bed with him because I was like yeah no 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 we're not getting we're not gonna keep swapping this spit back and forth nasty no I did I wrote this in my notes which is like so funny I said which is just like so fucked up to say but you guys know that documentary where the mom I, I feel like it's first of all it's an actual thing that happens but they do several documentaries and like Netflix movies about it but you know like I don't know the word for it but whatever that word is where the mother makes her it's horrible makes her children sick on purpose because she wants to take care of them I like I like Loki get it you know what I mean like I like I don't have kids so I would assume I would never do that to my child but like James needed me so bad it was so like he was so needy he was so 
like like uh clingy and like cuddly and sweet and i just like kept like getting things for him and taking care of him and i don't know how to explain that i like i loved it like i literally loved it and men are so fucking crazy y'all are if you're if you're a dude and you're listening to this y'all are so whack when you're sick it is the craziest thing so like i don't know i just like loki like loved doting on him and it was sweet so maybe he can like be a little less healthy and get a little sick more often listen at one time or another we have all needed a little financial help Take it from the gal who was illegally renting out her apartment at one point just so that she could simply afford to live in said apartment. I get it. I've been there where the paycheck is almost here, but in the meantime, you just need another option. Never forget the one time that I got a boot on my car and it was $350 to get off. I think I called Taylor's dad because I was too ashamed to call my own parents and like begged him to help me pay for it. In that moment, I could have really used Dave, which is a mobile banking app and their extra cash option that they have. I out of everyone know how intimidating finances can be, but Dave makes it easier with interest-free, extra cash advanced, fee-free, goal tracking, and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. I was the queen of side hustles. Remember when I learned on YouTube how to install hair extensions and I was doing them in my living room? Okay, yeah, because pretty sure that was illegal, but whatever. I wish I had Dave back then. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance money that you need with no interest and then settle up later. So whether you need to get groceries, fill up your tank, or just catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck, Dave is your answer. You can even build up your credit when you settle on time. It was so hard for me to build my credit score before I bought a house. So trust me when I say good credit matters. Download Dave today at dave.com slash probably. That's dave.com slash probably. You could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash probably. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees applies. Banking services provided by Evolve. Member FDIC it's time it is time here we go the moment you've all been waiting for here i am i'm pulling up the email let's talk about the deposit let's preface this i knew i knew they would take the full 30s tennessee law states tennessee code state they have a the the um landlord has a full 30 days after like you know i move out to give me the deposit back now, most landlords and owners would tell you, because you know they know, most of them would, and, I, and my neighbors, I got moles all over the place, motherfuckers. Taylor lives on the street. My next door neighbors are feeding me all the information that I asked them for because they're amazing. One, no one's moved into it yet, so, heh. Two, I know I said I don't wish ill will on them, but I'm going to be a little bit more snarky. Heh. And then two, they're telling me painters are showing up today. Now they have this showing up today. They are telling me there are so many workers coming in and out of this house. I'm like, I know it. I already know it. They are not going to give me my fucking deposit back. So, um, but I, my mom made a good point. She's like, you don't want them to think you're sitting around stewing, wondering when they're going to give it back. She's like, they're not going to tell you for 30 days. Most landlords would tell you because they obviously know probably after like 10 or 15 days what they're going to give you back. But Nope, I, I knew not to even ask that she would say, I have 30 days. So 30 days goes by and I don't hear from her. I'm like, girl. And I was already back from Ibiza. The 30 days landed on when we were in London, like right before we went to, like the day before we went to Wimbledon or something. So the 30 days lands on that day. And I'm like, I know after all we've been through, I know she didn't not tell me. So I wait a full day. Oh, 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 this is what it was. Then it was 4th of July. I'm like, I know what she's going to say. She's going to make it was a holiday weekend. So I messaged her and I say, hi, just wanted to wait until after the holiday weekend was over, um, but never heard from you and just wanted to know about my security deposit. And she wrote back and was like, I mailed it to your house. Like I mailed it to Gail Lane. I, I'm assuming that you had mail forwarding set up and I mailed it to Gail Lane. So it should be with whatever address you set up for mail forwarding. Here's the thing about assuming, Karen. You shouldn't do it because I didn't set up mail forwarding and you can't assume that someone did that. Like I actually, as you guys know, I'm in this apartment. I, I knew I didn't want mail going to my new house because they were still contractors and everything there, but I didn't want to set up mail forwarding to this apartment and then stuff keep accidentally getting sent here after I moved to my new place. So for the time being, I literally like set up a hold, like I said, a hold up. Now this means that my, my security deposit, whatever is now in holding at the mail so it's fine but she should not have assumed i had anything forwarded or set up 
So anyways, I messaged her back and said, I didn't have forwarding set up. Like I have a hold set on it. So it's at, um, it's at the USPS post office now that no one can access but me in person. So now I'm pissed because now I don't know. Now I'm like, I don't know what you gave back to me or what anything was for the next, because this is when I was still in Ibiza, just had landed. So this is still another week and a half. I'm like, I'm not waiting another week and a half. It's been 30 days. I, I pick up the phone. I call my mom's like, pick up the phone and call her. Now to remind you guys, the landlord is not totally, totally the meanest one. Like she was kind of nice to me throughout the, towards the end, she got a little snarky with me. I'm not gonna lie to you, but like caught her in a couple, couple lies here and there, but like, <clears throat> whatever, she's been mostly nice. So I pick up the phone. I'm nice to her. I'm like, hi landlord. Um, you know, here's the deal. I don't, I don't know where the mail, cause she started writing back to me. The law states you technically had to provide me with an address. That's why I assumed, I mean, she gets, she gets all technical and legal. And I'm like, let's play to our actual, just like well-being for a second. Let's, let's be, let's be humans for a second. Let's stop throwing laws and codes at each other. Let's just be humans. So I go to the phone and I call her and I'm like, hi landlord. Um, obviously I'm not gonna say her name. I was like, hi. So listen, I'm out of the country. I, and she was like, okay. And I was like, I know that you're busy. You have a lot going on. I won't be able to see this document for another two weeks when I get back to America. Is there any way, listen, it's on hold. I'll go to the post office whenever I can. It's fine. Is there any way you could please just email me what you guys are going to get back to me? Like, I know you have it all written down. I know you have it all organized and itemized. Like I know you do. Cause that's a lot. Can you please just email it to me? And she writes back, she, sorry, writes back. We're on the phone. She does say like, yes, I will. E I will email it to you. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. She did not email me. She did not email me. Okay. I waited another day. I'm like, what the fuck? Is she like, what is going on? So I text her very nice. I'm like, hi, just checking back. I've checked my spam folders. Um, checked my email. I don't have an email from you with anything. She does say like, sorry, I got busy sending it now. She sends it now. Here it is. It's no subject. The inside email, it just says, here you go. Dot, 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 dot. I'm like, here we fucking go. All right. They have it itemized. They definitely, they took off. There's about $500 here that remember I'm, I'm, I'm looking, we're looking price is right. We're looking for 4,900 back. There's about $500 here that I'm actually like totally agree with. That's fine. Do with what you may. You want to like, realistically, it kind of low key is normal wear and tear, but there's a couple things that I'm like, that's fine. I left my ring doorbell and I, I, I meant to like put back the other doorbell. I didn't, they had to fix that. That's fine. There were, there were a couple things like there was something, what did I know I did? Oh, the hooks. I'm like, fine, fine. Buy new fucking hooks, whatever. Like there were just like a few things when I read this, I was not super upset they, they were fair prices. It was fine. Okay. This did piss me off though. And I'm going to bring this up, even though it's only, it's only 21 no it's 121 dollars she said that they had to put a new uh fish tape new 12 foot hdmi cable over fireplace where it was missing when we showed up remember how weird they were handing scraps of cardboard paper and stuff when we showed up she said that's not ours the owners were like that's not ours pointing to the hdmi cable and i was like that's okay i don't need it and they were like well it's not you did not come here with it in so i was like okay I'll take this rogue HDMI cable. So I take it and then they charged me for it. Like, I guess I don't have any record of that, but they're, they're insane if they think I don't remember that. Like they made me take the HDMI cord out. Cause they're like, not ours. And then they, they, which an HDMI cable costs 20 bucks. Not really actually, but they, they bought a, a nice one, I guess 20 bucks. They're saying it was a hundred dollars to put the HDMI cable back in my girl. No, it's not. I know y'all fished it through the little hole, but you just fish it through a hole. I did it when I moved in. What are you, in the words of boy with no job, what are you nuts? What are you nuts? And so anyways, I will be bringing that up to them. But this part that was like around, yeah, $540, the doorbell, there was some drywall on the ceiling that I, I actually did. I was cleaning it at one point and like hit it with the, um, the vacuum and like the drywall needed to be like painted again. Fine. I am easygoing. I am not a tyrant. I am not crazy. I am, again, I am such a good tenant. So like, I was, I'm fine with that. Like, sure. That's fine. Uh, removed a primary closet door where damaged. They ordered a new door and installed one and disposal of new old door repair the This I'm like, what are you literally talking about? I asked you to fix that door three times while I lived there, but they did not overcharge me for the door. And so for those reasons, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Replace the fucking door. It's fine. Like I really am just like, okay with it. Here's what I'm not okay with. You ready for this? They want me to pay 
$3,000. So they owe me 49, 500. I'm fine with all these little dits and dats. They want me to pay $3,000 because they repainted the whole house. Now, this is what happened to the girls that stayed here before me. They were like, she charged us to repaint the whole house. If you want to repaint your entire fucking house before someone else moves in, that's fine. That's a really nice thing to do. I, I really think that's a really sweet and ex, it's an expensive thing that you should maybe do before people move into a really expensive house that they're going to live in and pay your mortgage for. Good idea. Your renters are not responsible for that. The house was not unpainted or scratched. They are charging me to repaint the house because they want to repaint the house every year. And that is, I will absolutely mark my word for it, be taking them to court. Now, I never said a word to her. She sent me this email. I'm not going to text her. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to walk my ass into small claims court, walk to the magistrate, and I'm taking them to court. I am. Because, yeah, it was uh, interior repaint. They literally, they everything that is normal wear and tear, they charge me $3,000 for. <clears throat> and they also, are you ready for this? I got to find it. Hold on. Oh, removing a motion detector that was in the corner of a thing. I'm like, that was there when I moved in. What are you literally talking about? Um, and I definitely have a video of that somewhere. Pressure wash entire home front and rear porch floors. You guys, the spilt water, the spilt water. By the way, none of this is itemized. It's all just like in one giant lumped up thing that says $3,000. So yeah, no, I want that itemized. They did. They charged me to take the fucking, the, the plant water off their front porch they are i'll see you in court i'll see you in court actually probably won't because hopefully they'll just like literally be like this is crazy we aren't gonna go to court but actually they kind of strike me as people that will so i am i'm doing it not for myself not because well three thousand dollars is a lot of money but i'm doing it because anyone else that is going to rent from them i do not i want these old biddies is that gonna end up in court whatever I want them to know that they cannot continue to do this to people. That, that This is not how life works. They are living under the presumption because everyone that keeps renting from them is just dealing with it. Because I've talked to the previous, previous people that have rented and they're like, yeah, it sucked, but we just did it. Like it was what it was. They were just awful. Um, I am going to do this for anyone else that is going to further rent their places. Like if you want to be homeowners and rent your houses out, you got to pay for normal wear and tear. That's not on us. That's not on us, okay? Okay, it's not. So I'm doing it for other people in front of me and, and also because of the principle of it all. Because of the principle. Um, okay, the last thing I will leave you on is that <clears throat> I got a DM. Well, also, please buy tickets to my live show. I want to see you guys there. I got a DM from someone and it says Prince Albert update. I was like, Prince Albert update? What are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, the dick piercings that me and James talked about. Would like you to know, and for the record to show, that my ex had this piercing and I miss it every day. <laughs> I miss it every day, she says. Pleasure for both parties amplified. Listen, she was to the point, too. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. She didn't say anything else. Wow. So, anyways, taking James to the fucking piercing part. No, I'm just kidding. But that's crazy. Like, good for you guys. Anyone else have that piercing that really enjoys it? Just would love to know. Holler at your girl. Um, hopefully, I sound a little bit better. Tomorrow, I have a podcast that we were recording that I am so excited for that'll come out next week. It is with Boy With No Job. We are so pumped. It's going to be amazing. Ben Soffer, the celebrity. Can't wait. I love you guys so much. Again, tickets to the live show for New York and Washington are still available. Merch is coming soon. I, I'm just in a really happy place, okay? Love you guys. Smooches. Mwah. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm moving to my new house on Monday. We got here and I really fucked up, like, not... um not booking my mover my pods to be delivered black tie per usual coming in saving the day i'll talk about the whole move and everything but yeah so excited to officially we're in this apartment for like three more days and then we are moving into the new house Woo -woo. okay love you bye Mwah.